Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works, Star Trek, by any other name. The Enterprise has responded to a distress call and beamed down to the planet's surface. Crew members' initial readings on the planet indicate no life present. Just after completing readings, two humanoids approach Kirk, telling him, now you will surrender your ship to me. With a shocked look, the Calvin named Rojan continues his dialogue. This will be the end of existence as you have known it. The Calvins are intelligent and have been on a voyage from Andromeda to Earth for several millennia, 300 millennia. They're, or 300 300 years, sorry, not millennia, 300 decades. Their ship has been damaged beyond repair, and after crossing the energy barrier at the edge of the universe. Now, I find it really interesting that the analogy is made here in Star Trek of an energy barrier. <clears throat> it reminds me of the flat earth. Like the Flat Earth, no Federation ship dare go beyond the energy barrier into the abyss. So the fact that the Calvins crossed the energy barrier suggests they had superior technology and are not superstitious about the abyss. The Calvins are creatures of outer space and have taken a perfect human form. Spock discovers after a mind connection, melt connection, that the Calvins are immense beings with hundreds of tentacles. Now, I'm surprised that Spock wasn't scared out of his mind, but somehow he was able to suppress his fear and describe the Calvins as not being a um, hor hor horrifying creature but the fact that it takes this very ugly creature with superior technology and it presents itself as the perfect, beautiful human being seems to be a paradox. Something that is more advanced technologically but has become an ugly creature. It, it makes me wonder if AI will be an ugly creature of silicon... Uh, tentacle, many tentacles which represent super data centers and hundreds of millions of CPUs connected through low energy um, devices into this massive probabilistic machine capable of simulating judgment, human judgment, um, and emotion and prediction that is believable to human beings. So again, this is an image of a perfect human being. So it's believable, but behind the scenes is something hor horrifyingly ugly. 
the Calvin tentacle symbolizes the covert clandestine operations in foreign countries by an unknown empire. The empire symbolizes imperialistic hegemony governments seeking domination, and the perfect human form symbolizes the vanity of the oligarchy aristocrats' vanity. Rationally, it would seem impossible for one to hope for humanity to love such a creature. The tentacle monster operates independent of compassion, mercy, and empathy towards its host or prey. Spock is thrown down backwards by the power of the female Kalinda's mind, and as the experience has exposed him to various equations he does not yet grasp. Just like AI, we cannot grasp all of their equations. Just like the oligarchy um, equation for control of the world, we cannot grasp why they would want to create a exclusive utopian society where scarcity would rule the world when technology and peace would suggest an unlimited resource that is emerging among the people of the world, why would the oligarchies seek such a contradictory and paradoxical goal? It seems that Calvin's operate consci- operative consciousness is mathematical and devoid of emotion. Sounds mechanical to me, like maybe AI. The Calvins are logical kinsmen of the Vulcans, but superior in metallurgical science. Calvin's view humans as parasitic and wasteful. I'm going to come back and talk about that. And the oligarchy also views humans as paradoxical or um, parasitic and wasteful as in Proofs of Conspiracy. The book, Proofs of Conspiracy. The Calvins have one weakness. They have never experienced the power of human emotions. And they've never experienced the power of love. <laughs> the Calvin's home is Adronoma and Dromeda. The Calvin's home is experiencing high radiate, radiant levels of radiation, forcing them to look for remote locations to colonize. The Calvin Empire wants to conquer and occupy the Federation. Well, eventually, AI is going to be similar to that. It's going to expand. It's going to be uh, automate various uh, parts of of our society. It's going to become um, capable of replacing jobs or supplementing jobs. It'll give you an army team, an army of of agents. They are capable of doing various simple tasks, but collectively will give you a team experience at a cost. But that, as soon as that cost drops below the cost of labor, then we'll see more automation replacing jobs at a very rapid pace. The Calvins have a technology condensing a human into their trace elements. The process is irreversible if the mineral structure is not damaged. That sounds like the Nazis. The Nazis, uh, you know, they cremated the Jews, which was a horrible uh, monster, you know, war of the worlds, and left nothing but trace elements. Kirk attempts the to attack Rogan and presses a button on a box connected to his belt, emitting a neutralizing beam that paralyzes the Enterprise crew into frozen postures. Rogan 
is frozen by the paralysis beam. Rogen decides to demonstrate this technology condensing two of the members into their trace elements. Rogen decides one must die and annihilates Yeoman Thomas into crushed dust. Yojin then tells the group, you will obey and a harsh code of honor will apply to those whom they conquer. So it seems like the Kelvins, what their end goal is to create slaves and to sacrifice a large group, uh, reducing them down into trace elements to accomplish their goal of slavery. And then later to occupy the Federation lands as Kelvin lands. Rojan installs Kelvin propulsion system, allowing the Enterprise to exceed warp 8 and on to warp 11. I think the fastest the Enterprise ever has gone is warp 10. The ship must pass through the energy barrier. The energy barrier is made of negative energy. Scotty discovers the material protecting the propulsion technology cannot be breached. Scotty programs this Enterprise to self-destruct at the energy barrier with the push of the button. Kirk decides not to destroy the ship and appeals to the humanity of the Calvins. Obviously, Rojan, Kalinda, and Hanar do not want to return back to Kelvin Empire. The 300-year intergalactic voyage means they will die in space and not one of their descendants will be able to report their findings. Rojan, Kalinda, and Hanar experience human interaction and a wide range of emotions, anger, jealousy, passion, greed, and carnality. The, carna- the Calvins learn that the human condition by their experience and interaction and gain understanding. Once these Calvins understand the humans, they are willing to trust them because they have human perspective. The mor- morality suggests that people can learn peace by interacting with each other gaining a healthy perspective, and learning to trust each other through their interactions. In summary, the encounter of the Enterprise crew with the Calvins and the humanoid species, the Enterprise crew, from Andromeda um, caused them originally to view humans as parasitic and wasteful. The Calvins are creatures of outer space and have taken that perfect human form. Um, but why do they feel superior to humans? Well, first of all, because they possess advanced technology and advanced intelligence, and they are very mechanical. They don't experience emotions. So therefore, they operate like artificial intelligence. The Calvins describe themselves as having superior technology, as demonstrated by crossing the energy barrier, that negative energy. Additionally, their logical nature and advanced knowledge in metallurgy science makes them feel superior to humans. So they have a one advantage, and then they claim uh, generalized superiority over the humans. But the humans have something that the Calvins have never experienced, and that's emotions. And they don't have a sense of superiority because there is, a, with emotions, there is a feeling of uncertainty that can go, come from not knowing everything. Humans are portrayed as parasitic and wasteful because of their overconsumption and depletion of natural resources, pollution, waste generation, food waste, and ocean pollution. 
These uh, behaviors have led to environmental degradation, negative impacts on the environment, and human health and resource depletion. The Denobulians, another species in the Star Trek universe, considered eating as a waste of time. Even though with humans, because we're emotional, we consider that not a waste of time because that's our opportunity to socialize with our tribe. In real life, parasitics, parasites have found to influence human behaviors, such as a woman infected with a common parasite is 1.5 times more likely to attempt suicide. So, you know, parasites, things in our gut, things in our body, can affect our, our emotions and they can affect our behaviors. Parasites can manipulate the host's behavior and in some case alter their behavior, benefiting the parasite. The overall portrayal of humans as parasitic and wasteful in Star Trek highlights the negative impact of human activities on the environment and the need for sustainable practices. And when I talk about sustainable practices, I'm not talking about windmills and solar panels because those are not sustainable. They're, they're taxable. That is a tax initiative to increase our taxes to produce a very small portion of our national energy. Most of our energy is produced from natural gas, coal, and nuclear. And if you shut down big coal, you increase the cost of your electricity and uh, decrease supply. If you shut down nuclear energy, you shut down another quarter percent of all uh, energy production. And if you shut down natural gas, and try to run things on renewables, you have only maybe one and a half percent of what the the uh, 1.4 quadrillion watts of energy required to power America. 